0: Talk is Jericho, baby Talk is Jericho Talk is Jericho, mama Talk is me Alright, welcome to Talk is Jericho It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll And it's Friday So let's get things going with the latest joke of the week From Rock and Roll Hall of Famer The bass player of Guns N' Roses Duff McKagan, here we go Hey Chris Jericho Doug McKagan calling you.
2: Hope everything's well there. I had a question for you. Do you know how to tell the difference between a, a frog and a horny toad? Well, a frog says ribbit, ribbit, right? And a horny toad says rubbit, rubbit. Thank you very much.
0: Actually, that was pretty good. I like that. Rub it, rub it, ribbit, rib it. Good stuff from Duff. Uh, always make sure to take the time to call me from wherever he is. Obviously, doing some rehearsing and some uh, training right now for the Guns and Roses summer shows. They're still out there rocking. Uh, I wonder how many of those jokes he tries on his bandmates before sending them to us. We know that uh, him and Axel like bad jokes, so maybe uh, Axel uh, is giving him a few of of, uh, of these jokes that we're hearing. These could be directly from uh, Axel Rose. Who knows? All I know is that Duff is a great guy and. Uh, uh, good brother getting ready for the headlining appearance at the Download Festival uh, later on uh, the in June, I believe it is. And Fozzie getting ready to hit the road again as well, all the way out to actually we're hitting the road in July. And we got a show in Winnemucca out in Nevada, uh, May 26. Lots of stuff going on. We've got a lot of gigs. I'm actually back. You know what? I'm going to actually go online right now as I'm talking to you fine people and look up all the gigs because right now I have a partial list. I don't want partial list. I want the full list of the Fozzie shows upcoming here uh, this summer. And I'll give them all the uh, details um, as I wait for them to show up. And here they are. Because not only is the Judas Rising tour starting in uh, August, but... We've got July 12th, Rock USA. That's uh, in Wisconsin somewhere. July 13th, the Kudat Rock Fest in Kudat, Wisconsin. Peoria Riverfront. Uh, that's in Peoria, obviously. And then the Apollo Theater in Belvedere, Illinois on the 15th. So that's July 12th, 13, 14, 15. All those shows. Then in July, we got the... Uh, uh, twenty-six. We got the pheasant festival in Hungary. Twenty-seven is in Prague. Twenty-eight in Sebron, Germany. Twenty-nine uh, Zurich, Switzerland. July twenty-third in Italy. August 1st is going to be in Ljubljana, Slovenia. August 3rd playing Wacken in Germany. August 4th in Binu in Berlin, Germany. August 6th, Bochum, Germany. 7th is Schaffenberg, Germany. 9th is the Leyendas de Rock in Spain, Alicante, Spain. Alcatraz in, uh, Alcatraz Festival in Belgium. Finishing off at the Bloodstock Festival in uh, Derbyshire in England. And then, of course, the uh, Judas Rising Tour in uh, uh, August, and that's, Oh my gosh, so many gigs. Atlanta, Huntsville, Clarksville, Little Rock, Juliet, Omaha. Go to fozzyrock.com for all gig appearances. There's plenty more coming up as Painless is at number seven this week on the Billboard charts and the active rock charts. Lots of hits coming out of the Judas record. And speaking of a band that knows a lot of hits, I'm talking about Five Finger Death Punch today, Jeremy Spencer on the drums, Jason Hook on guitar, are here talking about the early days of the band. How they all got together What finally convinced Jason To quit his gig Is Alice, uh, Alice Cooper's guitar player uh, Nina Strauss Has currently uh, got that gig She's at Talk as Jericho alumni uh, He's now in Five Finger Death Punch uh, Jeremy and Jason Are like a comedy duo A comedy team They got a lot of details About the new Five Figure Death Punch album And Justice for None And Jason is talking About the killer documentary That he produced Hired Gun If you haven't seen it yet Go check it out On Netflix iTunes Amazon It's a great look At the amazing musicians Who play alongside Some of the music biggest legends and solo artists worth checking out speaking of legends they're here five finger death punch and justice for five finger Uh, some ridiculous stuff coming up right here on talk is jericho here we go okay so uh we're here at um the dte energy center and i had to take a cart to come over to the palatial dressing room of five finger Death death punch in the rain yeah. It was worth it to uh, to talk to uh, Jeremy and Jason here from uh, from Five Finger at uh, headlining the show tonight. Well, almost headlining. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say,
2: are we headlining? Well, it's co-headlining, but we don't have all the good toys on stage like Rob does. <laughs> no, so
0: that's okay. Have you guys ever played shows like where it started just pouring rain? Yeah. Pouring? Oh, yeah. One
2: time, uh, we were playing in New Mexico, and it started raining sideways and on the stage, <laughs> and my up uh, kicked drum. Filled up with water. <laughs>
0: we had, they like, stopped the show. They actually stopped the show. Yeah, because you see those things where like they had like the horrible like uh, the tornadoes and stuff where the stage falls down and all that yep. crazy stuff. You know, it's like that's where it starts getting scary. Yeah, for, for the people in the crowd, right? For sure.
2: <laughs> what are, you, what are you
0: laughing at?
1: No, because we've been in those situations where. Somebody to come back and go. It's fit. we're on standby. We we may not play because there's a you know tornado coming through,
2: and we're all like yes, <laughs> yes, come on. Yeah, of course that's like week
0: ninety. Yeah, and right, on the right, tour. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what we were talking about earlier about how much you guys actually tour, and it you know it's like we always wanted to be in a rock and roll band, and it's the best feeling. You guys are the top of the top, but still sometimes you're like okay, we got Albuquerque today. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be great. You know? For sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. And, you know, we we started a little later. We were a
0: little older whenever we got our first shot. Yeah. So <laughs> It's interesting, though, because I was thinking about the, about the concept of Five Finger because you guys, like, kind of came out of nowhere, but yet you guys had all played for years. Yeah. And it's almost in a way like... Steel Panther in the fact that all those guys like Ralph, I'd seen Ralph for years playing Mm -hmm. and Russ too. And I think it was like, like you said, later on there, I don't know if it was their last ditch effort, but they, Form this band become huge yep. you know 10 bands later how, how was it for you guys like how did you how did that all begin i know nothing about the origin of five fingers
2: that's kind of how it was I, I was like i was over it i've been really? in hollywood i was jason and i have been friends for over 20 something years we were in really? many yeah. different bands together trying to make you know our original music like everyone else and we'd get real close you'd get like demo deals or whatever and then it would fall through or just so close and then your heart heartbroken so many times and i was like you know what i'm over this I'm tired of it, man. I want to just, I'm just going to just double check one more time and see if there's somebody that wants to form a metal band. So I put like, I put like shredding double bass drummer in, uh, on the internet and it came up on musicconnection.com. Zoltan had placed an ad looking for a drummer and that's how we connected, man. That's how it <laughs> it's started. It's almost
0: like the old James and Lars thing, yeah. but instead of doing it through the fanzines, yeah. it was through the internet. That's how it started. It's hilarious, yep. man. So you guys were the first two guys to start. Yeah. I, would, I
1: think we were roommates. Yeah, we, we were, were sharing an apartment uh, because we were friends. Right. And go ahead. No, no, no. And uh, I was—I took some gigs. I was going around playing with uh, these other people, mm-hmm. and I would come home, and Jeremy's like, "Yeah, I found this guitar player. He's really—you know it kind of reminds me of you a little bit. Very aggressive rhythm uh, playing." And I was like, "Oh yeah, let me hear it." And he'd play it for me, and I'm like, "Oh, f- it's actually pretty good." Uh, <laughs> and because we were always trying to start something together. Because we're buddies, right? And uh, we couldn't get couldn't get signed. It was always something f- up. So he found this other thing, or writing songs with Zoltan. I would come back from touring with whoever, and I'd be like, "That would really suck <laughs> if you land something with this someone else." You know, You're supposed right. to be landing it with me.
0: But what's were you thinking of it being just a single guitar thing with with Zoltan? No, I mean, we always knew it was going to be a double thing,
2: but I knew that Jason was, we couldn't afford Jason. Well,
0: Jason was all over the place, and that's something we'll talk about, too, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the different bands that you played with and stuff. He was getting paid
2: well to do music. I mean, we were a brand new band that was broke right. as shit, so. How did you convince
0: him to try out? Well, he, would well. The,
1: I wanted, I wanted the gig. I didn't, you see, the thing about money is who cares? Right. I can make money I can make it later I can find it some other way You can always get a gig You can always get Or you can always get A buck somewhere If you're in trouble Right Right, 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 right. But I wanted to make records like I, like I was playing with Cooper And I really was like That You know You're just a rented musician So I'm like I kind of want to be in a band You know That's I kind of want to be part I want to write songs And these guys had a record deal That was a huge deal So I was like I just got to get in that thing Jeremy will help me Luckily, they were having problems with the guy that they picked, the guitar player. Mm-hmm. So after that first record, after the first tour cycle, they were like, yeah, he's he's not a fit. So like, like <laughs> what if we call Jason? They're like, mm, he's still out with Cooper, but we could try. But I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll quit Cooper for that gig.
0: <laughs> so when when you go to Alice, because I know with Mike Ina, mm-hmm. I was talking with Ozzy when he left to go Alice and Chains, yeah. Ozzy was super supportive. Is Alice the same way? Yeah.
1: Alice is great one of the most wonderful guys I'm sure you've met him yeah, of course best guy. Um, best guy ever total role model as far as you know here's a guy who is very famous uh, icon but he's but I like the way he has I like the way he handles himself and the legacy and the, mm-hmm. with people and everything it's really really cool
0: yeah and what a pedigree of musicians that have played with him it's a
1: yeah, I mean, he's he he does this thing where uh he kind of pays his players slightly above blue book for that gig. Hmm. And the idea there would be that that nobody else will poach his players. Gotcha. Right? So if you pay them a little, right. sweeten the deal a little bit, then another band in the same at the same level can't just come and poach your players.
2: Shit,
0: we paid you less than we poached you. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah. But like you said, sometimes it's not about the money.
1: It's not about the money because I was telling everybody, it's like, I'm going to quit Alice and I'm going to join this baby band, this heavy metal band. And people were like, uh, is that a good idea? And,
0: I'm, and I'm, I, I just...
1: You know, I wanted to be creative. That was very important.
0: Did you have any bands, Jeremy? Like, they had a deal at all, anything like that before Five Finger?
2: No, I was only hired ever uh, to do a tour with Wasp. No kidding. And I I got into rehearsals with them, and I was this energetic, unknown, skinny, vegetarian kid, and sober, and wow, happy. And you could tell they were just like, "Who the <laughs> f- is this guy?" And uh, apparently, their their drummer Stet. Was calling him at the same time, like give me my job back or uh-huh. whatever. So they finally realized, okay, let's just not work in this new kid. Let's go with Stet. Stet's great. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Did you did you talk? Did you have any relationship with Blackie at all? Uh, yeah, we did rehearsal, some rehearsal, and it sounded like wasp. I was like, this is cool, but you know, it was um, it was a blessing in disguise because right after that happened, I was like, I think I'm done with this, and that's does. The- <laughs> Tell, the- Tell them about the drum kit you bought. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I had we were, to go. we aud- were broke. I, yeah. I had to go audition for Blackie, and I had this piece of shit four piece drum kit with like a double pedal. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get a double bass kit. So I went to Guitar Center. <laughs> I charged. I bought this kit. I took it down there. I got the gig and then got into rehearsals, lost the gig real fast, <laughs> and then had to return the, <laughs> fucking, return the drum <laughs> kit. To, and the guy was like, <laughs> yeah, because he thought he made his commission right for the month. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I got to bring this back. <laughs>
0: sorry. Where are you from, Jeremy? I
2: grew up in Indiana.
0: Okay, so you—is it the old t- tried and true tale of finding, uh, trying to find your fame and fortune in L.A.? Yeah, I just—I left home
2: around 19, and I'm like, I'm going to San Diego because there'll be music there. And I went there, and there was nothing there. But finally, I got to Hollywood shortly thereafter, and then that's because you it have a great
0: story Jason you told me before about how you ended up coming from Toronto yeah. to LA <laughs> yeah give, give, us, give us the uh... well
1: um, I played in a local band in Toronto that ended up getting a record deal and spent a few months in Los Angeles recording that record what band was it? Uh, the band was called No Love Lost. It was a just a club band. Nobody would know. It was a slick toxic. No, like no. <laughs> it was
2: like that kind of music.
0: It was
1: uh, <laughs> no, but the singer from Slick Toxic slept with my girlfriend, which oh. is kind of uh, six degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> his
2: name Nicholas Walsh.
0: <laughs> the musicians, you know. <laughs> anyway,
2: it's all good though. Nick,
0: called Nicholas Walsh. That's Nicholas it, right? Walsh. Yeah. Wow, that's obscure. You uh, you know your metal.
2: Oh, somewhat.
1: Well, that's uh, pretty good because that's cana- we're talking Canadian. Canadian. Oh. Metal, that's obscure is, Canadian. Yes, metal, obscure. Right?
0: Hell of a time. It's
1: like, just... I just saw a picture of Brighton Rock the oh, other day. Oh my gosh. Like, why are you even doing that? Remember anymore? that
0: guy's super high voice, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry McPhee. Whoa, whoa. Check you out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation's taking a turn yep. straight down the ages. <laughs> the 80s listeners are going, what the are they talking <laughs> about? <laughs> so, you were, you were uh, playing in this band?
1: Playing in this band, got a record deal, went to Los Angeles, recorded the record, thought that you know, it was very exciting. I was 23 years old. Um, to go to la it was, right. it was a huge deal so but when i you know after we got back the, the band was dropped we were kind of caught in the middle of that whole grunge uh killed the 80s move like
0: the early 90s when yeah
1: those. exactly so we it, that our band wasn't cool anymore so we got dropped and i remember thinking if i'm gonna go i should go now i should just before i get into the 2.5 kids the wife the career job and all that i should just while i'm free i should just pack up and go so I did. I beelined for the border and drove straight to L.A.
0: Did you have to? If it was your dad involved, yeah to help you? I can't yeah, because
1: well, because I had had a couple really bad experiences with the border, and I looked very metal. You know, I had leather piercings, long hair. You know the whole thing, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so
2: he looked like Mitch Malloy. Oh, that's good. Dark hair. That's good. Yeah, thank you,
1: Dallas. And they asked me, "Would you want to do this by yourself, or do you want to do this with Jeremy?" I'm like, "Oh no, Jeremy." <laughs> now I'm Mitch Malloy, thank you. So uh, my, my dad had uh, my dad had all my gear in his car and so he drove ahead and said, I'm just going across for, to shop or whatever. And they're like, yeah, whatever, old guy. <laughs> and then I came through uh, with nothing in the car. So that way, if they pulled me over, if they got yeah, suspicious, yeah. I'd be like, look, I got nothing. So, and then we met on the state's side and transferred all my stuff into my car. And I gave him a hug and said, I'll see you. Call me when so, you, yeah, beeline be- be- liner. yeah. I've seen him since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Lugan> mother- <laughs> I have seen him since.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago,
2: Illinois.
0: How did you guys meet up? Just the, here's the thing. When uh, I was talking to Jackie, the manager, we're doing this. I was like, well, maybe get like uh, maybe get Chris to come do it. So I'll get Jeremy; they're best friends. <laughs> so let's just do so the band. You guys are the best buds. Yeah. So that's that's, the, that's what she said.
2: I was jamming with the former guitar player in Bullet Boys, Mick Sweda. He had Sweet-a. he put he put together a solo thing King and-
0: Cobra too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah so, Ready to strike. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I was jamming with Mick for a while, and things weren't really happening, so I ended up splitting from that thing. And then that's when Jason came aboard, and was his second guitar player, and they were listening to old demos or whatever that I played on. They're like, well, who who the f*** that guy? Let's get yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, this, who played on this stuff? Because this guy's
1: better than the guy we have. <laughs> and Mick was like, oh, he's a really young kid. He, he moved back home. I doubt he would be into coming back. I'd be like, well, ask him, because he's really good, and... I'd like to I'd rather play with him you know wow so anyway so Jeremy's like oh okay cool we didn't even know each other so Mick called Jeremy and said would you be interested in coming back to LA she had moved
2: again. yeah I'm at, out. Th- at that point my parents had moved to Tennessee or something okay. so I went there and stayed there you for were a while. finished with LA yeah yeah
1: and so I actually saved him and then he saved me yeah but so Jeremy comes <laughs> back we're in this band with Mick Sueda was a uh, brainstem babies okay yep. That's a and cool, you know we hey, were well. we rehearsed every single day. It was uh, it was like a real organic band. We really we worked very hard, but eventually after a few years, we we're like this ain't gonna go anywhere. So we bailed mm-hmm. together. We Jeremy and I started writing songs. I would sing one, he would sing one, and and we would write and just sing and write. And, f- and we were just demoing at a great rate. Got involved with a producer friend of mine, Bo Hill. You know must know yeah, Bo Hill the from these, yeah. So Bo. Uh, yeah, Bo was like, this stuff is really cool. Keep going. We'll find a singer, but we'll build it up. Then we started showcasing. So it was actually starting to pick up like, ooh, we have a band. We found all the other guys and we were writing writing tons of songs. And uh, we did that for a couple of years and wound up with nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you making money to survive and even have a place at this thing? We were
1: pissed, poor bro.
2: Yeah, we would eat our our meals every day, we were, were like, Del Taco Five layer Seven layer burritos For like 99 cents yeah. That's we what we'd a, eat
1: We found a place On Hollywood Boulevard That served breakfast For $1.99 Yeah Cherokee Cafe Or whatever Sunset Cafe it Ate like shit And this we would right. just go there Every day It dollar like our...
2: $1.99 yeah. oh, oh yeah fuck. Where did you live? I lived on Cherokee and Hollywood Boulevard, which is like the corner of crack and murder. <laughs> it was, dude.
1: He'd call me up and going. I don't know what's happening, but all the ambulances, police are here. There was a murder. They've got the third floor blocked off. I'm like, nice awful,
0: place. Man. Is it the classic thing where you're looking for like a stripper to buy you groceries? Like, is it, Was it that bad? Like in the 80s, uh, the decline of the Western civilization?
2: Well, I, I mean, I barely...
1: He's—he wasn't. I was working day jobs too, but uh, he wasn't a ladies' man back then, dude.
2: <laughs> no, well, I couldn't have been at that place. But I you mean, try bringing one back to yeah. that
1: place. Jeremy weighed about ninety-six pounds and had
2: neon orange hair. I'm yeah.
0: not even kidding. Wow. Yeah, or neon
1: yellow.
2: It was like a yeah, like, weird alternative period and oh, just yeah. not. Yeah, he bizarre. was bizarre. So in it. Not a,
0: exactly the uh, chick magnet. No, definitely no. not. Just but talking with you guys like uh, there's been so many little metal influences. You guys were both huge metal fans growing up. Oh yeah. yeah. Seems like we're all the same generation. Who were your bands when you were a kid?
2: It started with Kiss. Uh, Kiss and Devo were my first two bands.
0: What year with Kiss though?
2: Well, I was six, so it was '79.
0: Okay, so you okay, so you got in at that level.
2: Yeah, and then I've revisited Kiss and Devo. Yeah, Kiss and Devo. (laughs) They were my first two bands, and I think maybe Queen. Then I just started.
0: Whatever I but could then, find. But you're it. throwing out, you know, uh, uh, Mitch Malloy and, and yeah, Jesus, I Nick mean, Walsh references. There must be some metal in there somewhere. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, we, we went through the hairband era. Yeah.
2: So I learned all that stuff. And then the, the metal era. So I was definitely into Metallica and Slayer and yeah, Anthrax.
0: That came later on, though. Yeah. A little later. Because um, before that, it was all priest and maiden and scorpions before, before the thrash started. And I wasn't really a fan of that stuff oh, okay. that much. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay.
2: Metallica was like the first metal thing I got gotcha. into after Kiss. Gotcha. Yeah. What about
0: you, Hook? I, I grew up on
1: Kiss. Kiss and then sort of Van Halen in the, in the 80s. Right. Um, I wasn't that uh, eclectic. It was just like, I like just straightforward, big big rock and roll.
0: See, it's funny for me, I got into Kiss, because the first Kiss I can remember, besides you see the pictures and the paintings, you know, the paint and all that stuff, but Heavens on Fire came out. Really? And that was like, that's I love 80s Kiss.
1: Oh, there you go. That's
0: when I came in, and then like you said, I, I came in and worked my way backwards, yeah. and got into Alive and all that stuff, but oh, wow. I'm an 80s Kiss guy. Like, from, from 84 to, to 92 with Revenge, I love all those albums. Yeah. And it causes great arguments sometimes. But it's like that's the era that i came aboard yeah you know what i mean so it's like it, it that's the cool thing is like you're talking about van halen and a lot of people like well Sammy hager van halen well obviously we're roth guys or some of us are but it depends when people come and find you to, to decide you
2: know? yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah you'd like hanging out in our dressing room then before <laughs> show because we're always jamming 80s kids oh, all the <laughs> really? time so all you're fans
0: of 80s Kiss too though. oh yeah
1: all they of that had thing. one or two really important songs on every record yes that right. kept the yeah, interest yeah. level and the momentum. I mean big songs. Yes. You know, like uh legitimate them. hits. Yeah. There was some filler. Yeah. You know? All the gene
2: songs. <laughs> he didn't give him a movie. Chris huh? Jericho. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I told him that before. He was That's in one of dinner I said. alive. I
0: mean, when he put the vault on I'm like, but are they all like murder in high heels?
2: Oh, like this, God, like,
0: no, it's my life is on it. Because remember, there's like, the, the famous kiss <laughs> demo. It's my life.
2: Yeah, it's a great oh. song
0: that never made the record. I remember that. And he's like, why wasn't that song on? And he's like, I can't answer that. Uh. Maybe there's who knows the reasons why. But they had, have some songs Then what was the first concert you ever saw.
2: Man, it was supposed to be Kiss, and my parents wouldn't let me go because it was a Dynasty tour, and they were like, "This is Kiss. This is like, you know." This. So, <laughs> but he's then my dad got tickets to Hall and Oates. I'm like, what the. As a Hall and Oates, <laughs> you won't let me go to Kiss, but I went to Hall and Oates and they kicked ass. It was well, incredible. Great, though, yeah. Lots of songs, man. Yeah, but I didn't know that. You don't I realize got... that
0: when you're a teenager too. they're Hall and Oates, but they're awesome. I, I just saw them recently again, and it's they were right? kicked ass. Oh yeah, so locked in harmony and everything. The yeah. songs the song, too, the song catalog. Song. Oh, yeah. crazy! It's like they're the type of band like McCartney that you could go see the set yeah. and they play. You know, well, McCartney plays forty songs, but you could make a whole other set list yeah. of songs they didn't play that would yeah. be just as good as the setlist they play oh for right? sure man yeah what was your first concert jason first concert
1: was uh rush 1982 signals tour oh. at the maple leaf gardens with the payolas opening Bob <laughs> rock yeah
0: nice i was uh the police 1983 with, with the thompson twins opening. oh sh- nice man. Yeah, yeah 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 that's great when you guys uh started with five finger we mentioned kind of it's it did it click right away as far as the band getting big right off the bat Cause the first time I started hearing about you guys was like top level stuff and it wasn't very long. It was, long it was
2: fast. I mean, well, relatively fast. I, I think it took us about nine months for our single to break. And then that's things insane. To, nine months, that was it
0: after doing this for 20 yeah. years or whatever. And Why, we, we what, did
2: six shows and then we were signed
0: like that's, it was really fast. What, what was the reason that you think that it took off so fast? Well,
2: I think at the time, there was nothing else like it at radio, and we got people to take a chance, Jackie got people to take a chance on it, and they did, and then people were like, well, who the fuck is this band? And they were into (laughs) it. Uh, You know, they weren't playing heavy music. What year was that? This was 2007. Okay, yeah. So, it was like, they weren't playing bands like us back then. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think, Jason? Same thing?
0: Um... Pay attention.
1: I'm so no honest to God. <laughs> There's I am, no one worse in the am, world at that than you. I am. I'm guilty. I just left this room for <laughs> yeah. a second. I did. I'm well, like
0: I saw it in your eyes. You're like, yeah. I was the just it's I like, just left. It's like when we call and you, what, what's the answer, Mr. Hook? <laughs> uh, what? It'll, it'll
1: happen, I'll, and I apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens when you get to be our age? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, too much rock and roll. Sorry, what was the question? I was just saying, like, f- five years ago, so fast, and Jeremy was saying that, that nobody uh, was playing that sort of music on the radio because it was really, very, very quick of a rise yeah I don't I don't know
1: why I mean I would imagine if I had to guess I think Ivan really delivers like you believe that he's that pissed off it's real yeah maybe just the way what was it the bleeding yeah yeah he's you know (laughs) he has an intensity I don't think a lot of people have I mean that really brutally I'm angry
0: Mm mm-hmm you know, people yeah. buy it. Maybe it makes sense though, because you know, being in a band is very much show business, selling it to the to the crowd. Conviction, yeah. You know exactly, and if if you commit to it and you believe it, people will believe it too. It's so important. You know. Yeah. What was the first tour you guys did? Um, Family Values Tour with Corn, two thousand seven. That's so, a huge tour right off the bat.
2: We were playing like the parking lot stage, but we loved every second of it, man. Oh, so that
0: was kind of like a, an Ozfest type tour. Yeah it was gotcha. the outdoor
2: summer yeah, yeah, yeah. like mayhem fest kind of thing
0: that's cool that we did the parking lot stage today it was packed rules was, man it's, yeah, it's cool, yeah. A,
2: that's where the energy yeah. is man yeah oh yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah.
0: who's uh, uh have you toured as far as like with like the metallicas and the iron Maidens, and those type of bands like the bands that you grew up enjoying did you ever tour with kiss we did tour yes with we kiss. did tour wow. with kiss. in europe yeah
1: oh we were so excited we were so excited but let me tell you the KISS audience they didn't give does a- not give a shit about Five Finger Nut <laughs> Punch. Wow. <laughs> so we were on Clara. Oh, this going to be amazing. We're talking to the guys. We're hanging out. It's KISS
2: everywhere. KISS.
1: And we're like, yeah, we're on in 20 minutes. We get on and people are just folded arms just staring at us going, what is this? This is so not what I signed up for. Because yeah.
0: you hear that about certain bands with KISS. I've heard that about Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. Have you heard of Slayer? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then um, Metallica as well, kind of yeah. people just not caring. They don't care. You know, it makes sense, though. Like, if you came, like we did the Kiss Cruise, yeah. you know, people are excited and they're there, but there's a the kiss.
1: Yeah. I love the Doc uh, McGee oh. podcast,
0: Oh, thanks, man. Right. Yeah, that was fun. That was, yeah, was perfect. It was, it was in front of uh, like 30 people, but Doc's got so many stories, you know what I mean? So good. Dude. You know, But, but speaking of the stories too, there's one of the reasons I want to talk to you is I just watched Hired Gun. Okay. Great documentary. Thank you. First of all, were you like a producer on, or did, was it yours? or? Yes.
1: Uh, well, I own the film. Um, I started it with one other guy way back what, what, three years ago, four years ago, something like that, and it was just supposed to be this little homegrown documentary, inexpensive you know, just for fun. Right. And, uh, luckily, uh, you know, he, his vision for it was to try to get something that was world beater, global, global, uh, appeal. Yeah. Type of documentary. So anyway, it's done and I'm glad you saw it. And, uh, what can I say?
0: No, but I mean, but, 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 what can you say? Well, it's like, there's so many people in it. Yeah. Like you just went through like the whole movie in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Like everybody, any, mu- every musician, yeah. wants to watch like our bass player Paul De, Paul De, Paul DeLeo played with Liberty DeVito in Billy Joel oh see when Paulie was like 22 or 23 years old he loves Liberty so you gotta watch this movie cause Liberty DeVito is like the star of the show what a ways. story what a story he was Billy's drummer yep and then what happened for him to get fired? Again? Well, basically
1: what happened was, you know, Billy had his band, but yeah. Liberty was his buddy. Liber- yes. Liberty was his confidant. It, it, like, out of all of them, the one that he established a great friendship wa- with was Liberty. So um, when he ditched the the band, he kept Liberty for the entire 30-year span. Yeah, yeah. But I think what happened was... Uh, and I this isn't so much in the movie, but but Billy went through a really bad alcoholic period. I right. think a really bad drinking period. And I think what I remember hearing was that Liberty was talking shit about him on the Howard Stern show or some radio interview. Like if Billy could you know keep it together, you know right. it, it would be a lot better or whatever. You know so uh, and Billy heard that and was like you know you still are my drummer. You know so maybe don't go on the radio and talk mm-hmm. shit about me. Mm-hmm. And then something happened where. Um, Liberty lost all his dough to a divorce, and then asked Billy if you if you know if there's any extra dough for your old buddy. Mm. Maybe you could kick some scraps my way or whatever. That really turned Billy off because Billy had lost millions and millions of dollars to somebody who was stealing from him. So uh-huh. he's like, I'm not taking care of anybody anymore. It's every man for himself. And that's kind of- Don't ask me for
0: help. I got. F- right. Did you watch it, uh, Jeremy? the yeah. Video? yeah. He's in it.
2: Are you? Are yeah. you a hired gun? I don't remember it. I wasn't a hired gun, oh. but it's, there's a segment about Jason and I.
0: Oh, okay. It's in there. So so. It's your whole relationship Who was the first person that you got that was on board?
1: Alice. Alice, because everyone's like, I don't know, man. Is this a serious project? Really? I mean, is this a real movie? Who's doing it again? Yeah. Where, where's it going to be released? Well, I mean, what you know, this sounds a little, you know, because everyone can make a movie now. All you need is a phone and, sure. and i iMovie.
0: oh <laughs> well, yeah right, right
1: so alice i mean you know alice was the one who said you know what i'll help him out no problem let's set it up i'll do it so once alice god bless him once he helped once he came on board everybody was like well who's in it oh if alice did it maybe maybe it's a legitimate project gotcha so you know alice and then all of a sudden you can get rob zombie and John 5 and then I can get Eric Singer and then you can get you know I remember we were trying to get Steve Lukather said no for like three or four times don't ask me again the answer is no I don't want to do it I why would I give you my story when I can do my own documentary on Toto and we're like oh, oh okay that's cool dude but when he found out that David Foster uh and Jay Graydon and and who are and, Ray, and uh, Ray Parker Jr these are all his like homies mm. so and Steve I. so once they all did he's like oh well. He didn't tell me they were doing it. I'll do, I'll,
0: I'll do it. You know. But it's typical Hollywood. As soon as you get one name, yeah, then so well, Steve I's doing it, or this guy's doing, it, right. and then it starts falling. Yeah. And it all falls into place.
1: Nobody wants to be the first. Nobody wants to be the biggest star of a small film. Right. They want to be the smallest star of a huge film. Big
0: film. Right, right, right. right. Was it uh, the, the story of Rudy Sarzo on there with the whole thing with Randy Rose? Yeah, was awesome. dude. Thank you you know I had
1: to collect all that footage you know what's interesting about that the the crash the Randy Rhodes plane crash is that o- Ozzy and Sharon bought everything having to do with all the footage all of the news clippings they bought all of it really yeah they own all of that shit so we had to not only find stuff but find stuff that didn't belong to them because they didn't want anything to do with it they wouldn't have no to do it. Sharon was like you know this is the uh, this is the last time I'm saying no do not ask us again.
0: So, are you co- are you calling these people? Hey, it's Jason. I called. Yeah, because you got like Newstead is awesome in it too.
1: Yeah, it was basically myself and the director, who yeah, we would just chase people down. I mean, I asked Paul St- asked Paul Stanley a bunch of times.
0: Just to comment on yeah,
1: maybe you'd like to comment. Um, let's talk about
0: uh, band let's talk
1: about the uh, Soul Station. Right. Talk about something you want to talk about. Talk about what it's like to hire a brand new band.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Interesting. Like, how,
1: what was the process? Right. How do you like it? Who did you meet? What's the, how do you know? Like, what's the yeah, yeah, how, yeah. What does it? Feel, what's the different feeling from being in Kiss for forty years? Like, hmm. now you have to hire a band. So I thought, you know, everyone can tell you something where you go, oh, that's really interesting. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Eric's interview went on like for four hours nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just a typical
0: conversation. I with know. Eric to begin with. Well, because
1: we were like, Eric is, you know, what what do you want to drink? Is there anything I can bring you want sandwiches uh you want he goes I, Perrier all, all I drink is Perrier okay cool so we filled up this cooler with Perry. didn't even open it didn't even open the lid because he just talks a mile a minute we're like we're like so somebody cut him off I mean should we should we wrap this or like it's already three in the morning
0: <laughs> but that's him I know I love another one was Kenny Aronoff what a great story he has oh Kenny too. yeah like his his you ever met him I never have
1: He's a bundle of energy. Is he? Yeah. I always like brace for impact when he's around. <laughs>
0: Jason! Oh. I just I like go
1: into crash pose.
0: But you see his discography of like all the bands he's
1: played. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Just,
0: incredible. I think, I don't even remember, what, what's the number that he says? Is it like... Of albums he's... Like he's I think he said something like yeah. 1,500 or yeah, something ridiculous. It, yeah,
1: I'm like sure. That? Yeah, he's he's been the go-to guy for a long time.
0: So did you fund it all yourself? Um, I paid for
1: half of it and then we had another investor who took the other half.
0: Wow, so when you're doing this, uh, what's the budget on that? The budget? Yeah, was did you have a budget or like
1: well, uh that movie the movie cost a million dollars.
0: And then you have to market it or did you have to sell it? Like I've never Oh, wait, we a have a
1: sales before. agent. Um we we went through a few different people. Started off with uh William Morris who books the band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're they're too, almost too big. Like they're dealing with 150 million dollar films you know Mm -hmm. um so you know they our little documentary didn't really find its home there but we found a a wonderful sales agent who has been you know cooking up deals goes to Netflix in December
0: so it goes to Netflix and then do you start like do you uh, shop it around to the festivals and stuff like that like well uh
1: no it's all up it's all about I mean there's deals for like your physical your Blu-ray DVD is one deal that's through Sony uh global, all over, they're doing the Blu-ray DVD. And then you've got your streaming, uh, your Hulu's and your uh, iTunes and your uh, Amazon, you know, all that stuff. And then Netflix is its own deal. Luckily, when Netflix kicks in, it's not an exclusive... To Netflix deal, mm-hmm. so while it's being shown on Netflix, you can still purchase it, oh, okay, for and stream places. and rent yeah, it, buy yeah, it yeah. if you want to, if you need, if you're not a Netflix person.
0: It's it's great, like when you finish making a record or like, I'm sure making a movie, just that feel like writing a book, just like oh,
1: you have no idea. Oh, well, plus I'm hemorrhaging dough, trying to complete this
0: project, right? <laughs> you
1: <laughs> yeah. know, so like when it finishes, you're like oh, okay, no more hemorrhaging.
0: Did you have Rob Trujillo on, on in that?
1: We did set something up with Rob never never okay. did interview him because
0: Rob went through it too he did the Jocko Pristerius right. movie and the same thing like he he actually it's funny because I just found out that my name's in the credits because he was doing I think a GoFundMe for it yeah and I had him on my show and that put him over the the, the, the top yeah and because uh, he's like listen I don't have black album money I didn't play on Enter Sandman <laughs> <laughs> nope uh, so Five Finger like big band in the states uh Worldwide, what are the other countries that that are that are big for you?
2: UK is huge for us. Um,
1: Canada is our yeah. second largest yeah, market. Right. Is it really? Yeah. Canada is our second largest market, and I think I'm mean, really trying to put together a coast to coast Canadian tour next year. Mm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Like all the way from like Newfoundland. We tried it
1: last time, and we almost made it. All the way to across, but we didn't go all the way to oh, like yeah. a Halifax. We played Halifax, didn't
0: we? Yeah, I think we did. What do you think of uh, of Canada when you go like to the Maritimes and stuff? There's some str- some strange people up there. <laughs> They're
2: really nice though, man. I yeah, like yeah.
0: It. I like it. They're real good. People. Yeah, yeah. Canada is all good. Yeah. Especially because
1: I'm Canadian, so I think they. Give us a little extra love because they're like, oh, one of the guys is yeah. Canadian. Right, right. right, right.
0: Was, was in the Killer Dwarves.
1: Were you in the Killer Dwarves? I was in the Killer Dwarves.
0: Dude, okay, hold on. Go through all the bands that you were in. Oh, god
1: awesome. Chris Jericho here, everybody. Like, <laughs> well,
0: you already you said it all the Hired Gun.
1: Well, let's see. Where do I start? I, I think uh Bullet Boys, Killer Dwarves, Vince Neal, Mandy Moore, Hillary Duff. Uh, Alice Cooper, um, say Ferris.
0: Yeah, you're in <laughs> Safe Ferris. What's Safe
1: Ferris? It's like yeah, a exactly. Skull band. It was like from the Skulls. K-Rock. Yeah. For about eight minutes, I yeah. was in that band.
0: What yeah. a great name, Safe <laughs> Ferris. Safe
1: Ferris. Well, you know, uh, when I was in LA, I was like, you j- just play your guitar and get paid for playing your guitar. Don't waste. Like, I don't want to spend all day at Starbucks, and then when I get off Starbucks, I go play music. Mm. I thought that I, it's got to be a better way. I should be able to play music all day and get paid for it.
0: But dude, that's the thing. Like you're, you're you're learning your craft too. Like, I bet you're playing yeah. like like Mandy Moore and Hillary Duff, those type of guys. Like the dude that you have in the documentary for, that plays with Pink. Yeah. He's or like delicious. you know, Nuno Bettencourt's in frickin' uh, Rihanna. Yeah. They got some killer players. Yeah. So you must have made good cash with those two.
1: I well, for at the time, uh, I was so broke that you know when they talk about paying you a couple thousand bucks a week, you're like, holy.
0: Yeah. I am <laughs> laughing.
1: I am laughing.
0: <laughs> it was was it a lot of girl like teenage girls type thing in the crowd or yeah was it? yeah.
1: It was really it was really weird because obviously the the the, the teenage the girls are really young you know it's like the, all the friends come to the show but it's the mothers, the mothers were like. And winking and wagging their tongue at me, and I'm like, "All right, I know we're the same age, I get it, but not here."
0: Yeah. Are you guys over? Hey, there he is! <laughs> hey. hey, hello! What's up, Jay Chris? You, okay. Hey, man, how are you doing, man? Good good. Good. See all see right? You doing all right? All right, man. The for all you, <laughs> for
1: everybody listening, Ivan Moody yeah, just walked in the room.
0: Podcast going on right right out now. Out much? a little bit once yep. in a while. So, no. <laughs> good. You got, any, you got any orange Gatorade on you? No, I'm joking. Well, I got a picture of
1: Ringo Starr in my dressing room. I'm trying to replace it with somebody cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> whoa, whoa, heart. Uh, uh, sir,
2: there you go, sir McLaughlin right there. Is that uh
0: who is that? Is that um Sarah McLaughlin. Oh well that don't well, take don't her. Know. Take that. Oh. one. Easy top. Take ah, that, that one. one. So Ivan has taken the easy top. I forgot about your obsession with stealing and things and off the, steal the, wall. To the wall. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. They they, they, they knew down. you were coming. Can we get a mechanic in the dressing room, please? <laughs> yeah. Don't can me that new- I? That's <laughs> all right. Please ringo with a real I think there's yeah. a Pete Best picture down the uh, street. Yeah, you can look at that one, yeah. He's probably
2: got like, you know, something really cool like I don't know, Madonna's dog or something.
0: Thanks, um, were you guys a little cameo from, uh, Chris and, uh, and Ivan? Yep. He was happy today. <laughs> um, were you guys over in Europe when that thing happened at the Bata Clan?
1: Yeah. Yes, we, we were. Over there too. Yes, that's right. I remember. I we, that. We were texting. That's right. And I was like, dude, are you, what's up with the, now, where are you guys? What did you guys do? Well, ever, most of the people that we were touring with or at the same time went home. Right. We said, nah, f- we're five finger death punch. Come and get us motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We, uh, we stayed and we, what did we do? I think we skipped a couple shows. There was yeah. a gnarly show where they were actually, f- like, there was a hot zone. Where was it? Uh... I can't remember,
2: but we were also, we just decided we would get through the best we could, but we had to cancel a couple shows because it was just like, too dangerous. We were going
0: to go to a rock and roll show the next day. Yeah, like we were advised against it kind of thing. Were, were you over there when it happened? Like, were, did oh, you yeah. have a gig? Like, were, yeah, what, I can't remember i but, mean what country were you in we were somewhat close but it wasn't yeah. like a threat to <laughs> yeah, us Like we were in the netherlands which yeah. i think was about two hours away but we had a paris show a week later no shit, so and, do we. and you guys played yours and we played ours i think we were the only bands that not the yeah. only bands but i know a lot of bands split but we were the same it's like why leave you know, yeah like you can't let them win that way i just i remember that you guys were over there i just wanted to kind of see what was your mindset to stay well it, every it it was a little uneasy you'd be up there and
2: we were like you know what maybe kill the spotlights because you can't see and that's the only thing yeah so we would do we did some shows without spotlights. I remember that. Right. But we got through it and it was cool. You know, the crowds were still enthusiastic and it was yeah. their escape and...
0: and that's what I was thinking. Like it does if, if two people show up, we're gonna play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I believe me, I was watching the back of the room too, like waiting to see like if anybody comes in here with any weird shit going That's
1: on. it really it. It was, it was just the uh you know, everyone's on high alert. Yeah, you for know? sure. Every, we were like Going into these venues and saying, just make sure we have a clear path out. Like, make sure everyone knows where the out is, the door is, and make sure it's unobstructed, and we can get out if we, we have security,
2: to. extra security, and they extra were extra security. Don't let us yeah. through where to go and what to do. So it was, it was cool. Yeah,
0: and the fans were super appreciative of it. Appreciative of it too. for sure. But
1: yeah. it's, you know, it's it's hard enough to do a long tour overseas, but you add that shit to it. I mean, our because the crew is starting to go like. We don't care. It's yeah, not It's not, it's not, not our business. Yeah. We just want to get away from danger. Right. right and make right. a little money, you know? So Yeah. Do you so, need to
0: go? Can we get another five minutes? Just
1: no. We start to do more. This is going to be the worst podcast you've done.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, I'll just wait. I just need another like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah. So, okay, is that cool? Cool. Yeah, yeah. This happened by the way with the scorpions what? rudolph shankar oh. the the manager was a real jerk and he took him when he goes i'll come back i think of three or four more questions and i'll come back and do some more so there you go
1: you <laughs> get ripped off though did he come back he did okay
0: cool. <laughs> all right so how was the signing Woo! It was we had cold but it was it was good man we've had the whole day of five finger death punch here today we had all the guys come in and you guys yeah. do a bunch of press and i'm such an idiot i'm like well you know we got this podcast and i usually like have an hour but I forgot to tell uh, Jackie that, and she had me scheduled for 20 minutes, so I'm already the bad boy. Oh, that's okay. Thank you guys. And much better than the Rudolph Shankar experience. What was that? Tell us. So what happened was um, he had this real idiot of a a tour manager, manager, whatever, so they're not working with him anymore. And the guy was like, uh, he kept trying to cut off the interview. Mm. Rudolph wouldn't listen, he just kept talking. And the guy was basically standing right there and then finally went, you're done, you're finished. And the whole thing was weird because the Scorpions flew me out there yeah. to Vegas. You might have even been at the show oh. uh, to do an interview with them. And then they were treating me like I, the manager was treating me like I was like some high school contest yeah. winner or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I finally was like, you know, Rudolph said, come on back. Think of three or more questions and come on back. And I did. And the guy came in again and cut me off. Wow. And then uh, Rudolph left. And the guy was like basically yelling at me to pack up my stuff. And I just lost it. Like, dude, shut the. Get out of my face before I knock you out. Yeah. Quit treating me like I'm some idiot. You invited me. You paid money. Wow. You know, so anyways, all you guys were much nicer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I was, I want to find a So while I was in here, I searched through all your road cases. <laughs> and the one that I found is this. Yep. <laughs> you you hard like to it. miss it. It's amazing. It's a picture of the Fonz with Jeremy's face awesomely uh, Photoshopped on it It was designed by Jason Actually That's it was right It was
2: really yeah. Yeah.
1: I get art artist credit
2: For uh, what point Well He You know uh, It's on the road case There's stickers I, There's all stickers All over. on yeah. the side I yeah. saw
0: that Your guy actually came in here And was more worried About covering your road case Full yep. of fonts yep. stickers <laughs> And setting up Your drawers your dr- <laughs> right We're
1: Certified crazy. You want just put some decor up there. The, yeah. the kiss. Well, yeah.
2: the, Jason started calling me the Fonz. I don't know when. In the 90s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know why. Because just... you were just the coolest friend I had.
0: <laughs> the Fonds. only friend you had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's the best thing. So one of the cool things about doing this show yeah. is uh, I, they, they, um, sometimes I get asked to do those comic, co- comic cons or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I always look and see who else is on the, the, the show. And if I can get them on my podcast, I'll do it. So last year, Henry Winkler. Oh, shit. And I was like, if I get Henry, I'll do it. And dude, he showed up at my door with a yellow sweater, green pants, and a red shirt. Uh, Not the funds. It's like, what do you do? He's like, I I said, you look like an Easter egg. Ah! He's like, I like color. And anyways, he was really cool, whatever. And um, (laughs) we had a great time at the end of it. He, uh, he, uh, I was gonna set the timer to to take a picture of the two of us on the phone. He's like, "No, just take a selfie." Grabbed the phone in my hand, took the selfie, and gave it back. That's how you do it. I was like the Fonz, the seventy-five-year-old Fonz, taught me how to take a selfie. <laughs> uh, we're, rules. But it was cool, man. So, were you a big uh, Happy Days guy? <laughs> I watched it. I mean, I wasn't an enormous oh. fan,
2: but I, you know, I. Okay. He just used to, he started calling me the Fonz, and then so I thought, well it oh, would look funny on a road case let's do it
0: <laughs> so uh, is it cool like you know you, you, said, you guys being best friends you know you guys came up to the system knowing each other is it cool for you guys to be touring the world together do you ever because sometimes just sit back and go like holy shit we, do.
2: we have yeah yeah yeah
1: sometimes on stage too where i look at him i laugh i go can you believe it we're doing this shit <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, a lot of experiences a lot of crazy shit that we've yeah. done together
0: too you know well, and that's the thing, too, because every band has their, 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 their guys that hang out more than others, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, Jeremy lives about a minute away from me, maybe two. And so it's often when we're off, we'll just go grab coffee or breakfast together just to.
0: Wow. Yeah. Now, that's rare. A lot of bands don't hang out. Yeah, when
1: especially with this band.
2: It's not by choice for me, man. Like he pays me to, to get oh, coffee. Come yeah. on.
0: <laughs> well, so then, In uh, uh, then Hooks Road case. There's a uh, there's a big dildo in it.
2: <laughs> Why is that in my face? God damn it,
0: dude! It's funny. There's we a
2: story here. Here, Chris,
0: hold this, will you? I'm gonna hold the bottom end. It's too
1: bad this isn't video.
0: That's, <laughs> well, we'll take a picture of it, post it. Uh... My dad's mold, man. Oh, yeah. Wow, well, first, first of all. <laughs>
1: i was passed out when they cast that and... <laughs> that's huge it's,
0: it's very supple and, and yeah it's
1: a big one i never authorized just let the record show i never authorized a cast <laughs> mold made of <on> my penis <laughs> but whatever
0: why is that in your road case is it your mascot thank
1: you uh no actually what happened was uh when phil labonte was filling in for us right last year yeah um on the very last show, we said, listen, don't go, don't go out, right? We had a kabuki drop, so, like, what we want to do is we want to drop the k- kabuki, and then we want to have you run out on stage for the first, the, down, the first lyric, right? He goes, okay, I can do that, cool. So the kabuki run <laughs> drops, he runs right up, jumps on top of the singer's ry- little singerizer, yeah. and right there is the f- gaff tape, this huge cock <laughs> where his microphone was supposed to be. So he, got, he goes, you <laughs> yeah, and so why it's still hanging around? I have yeah, no
2: idea. It's never leaving us, man. That's great. It's, 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 this thing into
1: it's it. too big and veiny <laughs> to throw oh, it's away. Really, it's it's really, too,
0: it's, it's really, it's really—it's
1: offensive. It yeah. just freaks people out. Like nobody says anything, but like, okay, there's a massive silicone cock right there.
0: How was it uh, um, last year when you had Phil uh, when you had Phil fill in? It was great, man. He came right in. He
2: had like a day and a half to prepare. Wow. <laughs> and uh he, he did that before for Kill Switch Engage when they had a singer issue.
0: With Howard. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's kinda like the guy, uh He's the, the, the fillin'. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's the guy you thought of. It's that's funny, I was talking to Ivan today and he's like super friendly, happy, excited. Obviously whatever happened, happened, but was it did, was Phil the first guy you thought of to come in and was it hard to make those that decision?
2: Yeah, we really didn't have any time or choices yeah. and Phil we're like Phil is available because we looked at a schedule and he can sing and probably pull the stuff off wow and we knew that phil's a nice guy because we've known him for a while mm. so he was we i think zoltan text him hey man what's what's happening and, and the first thing that phil said back was send me a set list yeah, yeah.
1: send yeah, me knew. the set
0: list yeah. That's cool.
1: not a hey man everything's cool what's up with you yeah. nothing <laughs> just send me the set list he's Did so funny
0: i've got uh, wicked story when um Dio refused to open for Ozzy when, when Dio was in Black Sabbath no kidding wow so they called Halford and Rob Halford came if no if you've never heard of this Real, really? really so yes, Dio so
1: just was, boycotted the show said it, I, I refuse it wasn't
0: opening for Ozzy I'm not doing it for whatever reason and they're like well we're still gonna do the show so Halford I think on a day's notice it was in 92 wow. and uh it's out there you can listen to it he was imagine him singing like Sabbath plus wow Sabbath. Yeah, you know what
2: that sounds familiar that rules though that should be a DVD well, yeah, like, yeah, I but, want that. yeah. Wow. but
0: you guys had Halford sing with you last album right yes yeah. we did how was that the
1: killer yeah he's a, such an amazing guy yeah um putting the music that we made together aside we we have now spent uh, several days with Rob you know he shows up at the shows and we toured with him we well oh, sorry you're right. We toured oh, yeah, with him. Th- 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 we toured with
0: him what and uh, toured with him
1: toured with uh, priests. With priest,
0: with priest. Oh, yeah. wow. in Europe. Oh, okay. It was killing.
1: And every day I look over my shoulder and there's Rob watching our show. And I'd be like, Oh, okay, well, that's cool. And then the next day, watching the show. And the next day. And I and I stopped him one time and I said, Rob, what's up with you, you know, coming down early and watching our show? I mean, it's loud and people are smoking and stuff. I mean, you, what's up with that? And he goes, I love the bun,
0: eh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. I saw him last time at one of the Golden Gods things, the award shows. And he's like, Congratulations on Lights Go Out, Chris. Yes. And I was like, You know about that? Like, yeah. you, you listen to the radio? He's like, I love Octane. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty cool, man.
1: He's, he's a real dude i mean he's yes. the best and you know what i said we we all went to this like uh end of tour dinner together and i was lucky enough to have grabbed the the seat next to rob and so i thought oh, i'm going to use this opportunity to just you know pick his brain a little bit and one of the things he said he said jason never leave your band ever take it from me i go really wow. i said well he goes yep you don't want to do that trust me he goes i did it and then i found myself you know playing really shitty small venues with fight making no money one and going what did i do
0: right and hurting the priest brand at the time too. right
1: and 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 in an era where he could have made a living as a solo guy now forget it right you can make a great new record and people are like oh I love, i'd love to listen to that for free yeah. <laughs>
0: isn't that the case though yeah right? for sure yeah. man you yeah. know i know you guys have a new record that you're done and, and wait and have it released but that's the thing like it's all about the first week yeah and then yeah. that's it yep and then you know here's a souvenir <clears throat> to take home Yep. you know or just to listen to for free you it's
1: know. brutal uh, yeah. and you know we're like we're uh because the the album invariably will leak a week before right yeah something about when it goes to manufacturing it's right. just a number of it's it a matter press, of time yeah yeah when it goes to manufacturing that's in the plant and there's workers and who knows so we're always watching all the torrent sites going it's
0: leaking. <laughs> uh, you just know, checking, googling, refresh, refresh. Yeah, refresh.
1: and uh and and there was like Pirate Bay. You just can't shut them down. We had we had a a, um, a torrent sniper that we hired that we'd be like, when we find them, we're going to forward it to you, and then you can go shut it down. And he was doing a great job. But there's only, but you, but Pirate Bay, you could not stop. Yeah, you would the take you them can... down, and they would pop up somewhere else. Dot Dot eu you know so wow um, where am I going with this
0: well you're just talking about how, how the, the, yeah.
1: like the leaks and it's, yeah it would be devastating gone. because it would be like five finger death punch got your six and it would be like 22,000 people downloading it oh. and you're like
0: <laughs> well it's like uh, I think Hetfield said you can't download a t-shirt no <laughs> well that's that's the whole thing yeah you can't download it what we do now know. right you just come you are merch sellers we're clothing sellers yeah. now. We have, well, they have yeah. all
2: that bootleg shit out there selling it, though. I mean, it's, oh, all, yeah, it's happening true, all true. the time. We've gone out there. We've taken our crew, and they, we would just confiscate boxes of shit, take it right from them.
0: So they still do that? Oh, yeah. Actual, wow. Yeah, and, you know, and we're like, that's actually co- cooler than one of our designs let's take that <laughs> let's rip off the rip off yeah, yeah it bootleg, the bootleg. Uh, last couple questions because we, we guys got a rock and roll show to play when uh when you guys decided to do bad company who brought that idea to the table that was our first guitar player
2: daryl oh um, wow yeah he we on our first record we only have had like 40 minutes of material because we only had one record yeah so we started to headline clubs so we needed to stretch out the set so that was his idea and we just worked it up and we started playing it and ever why since that then.
0: song just thought it'd be i
2: really don't know man yeah. i just i've always liked to, to sing it and daryl liked to play it so it just lined up it's he perfect they right? disagreed it becomes on
0: it. a huge hit
2: yeah it was crazy
1: zoe and i didn't want to do it really yeah zoltan and i were like no uh what does this have to do with us we're a heavy metal band I was new in the band, and we had just finished the War's Answer record, the record that I came in on, and I was very happy with it, and we worked very hard to write these songs. I'm like, why do we have to put Bad Company in the mix? It doesn't make any sense to me. But, um, which just goes to show you that so many things just happen out of a weird fate, you know? Right. But I remember we were at the very end of the record, and I wasn't bringing it up, because I was hoping that it would just kind of fade off into the distance, (laughs) right? And at the very end of the record, somebody said we still have to do the Bad Company cover. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. And they were looking at me going, can you just whip it up real quick, like bang it out real quick? I'm like, yeah, okay. So I did, I tracked a whole song in about half a day. And
0: yeah. then it goes out and...
1: On a pod. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not yeah, even kidding. Close. And that's how it goes. Yeah. Do you guys have any ideas, uh, ideas of doing other covers?
2: Yeah. A... yeah. There's
0: some that There's are... There's some on the new record? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's surprises? Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. yeah surprises. Uh, you should hear... Uh, Karma chameleon <laughs> with double bass. It's. <laughs> incredible
0: hey dude on our last record we did sos oh cool we really did really and it's it's a really dark song and it's a very uh heavy arrangement and it's got this really awesome like rush like before the chorus people love it your guitar player
1: is amazing by the way Oh, thanks! he's great thanks dude yeah Yeah, yeah, that guy
0: you know it's um you can always tell the guys that have been playing for a long time yeah he's killer you know Uh, last questions who is your most favorite obscure uh metal band from like the 80s uh, venom like, hair rock no yeah, sure Jeez, that's tough uh
1: obscure metal bands
0: well i mean like you know we, we, like i said we go back to this nick walsh mitch boy oh. stuff like a band from the 80s that you really dug that wasn't crew or poison or rats or somebody like that, that i really did well my favorite hair
2: rock band was bullet boys uh, oh, okay the first two records i thought were great that's, but
0: that first record yeah is amazing. his
2: voice is incredible in that yeah. uh obscure i don't know man i I mean I listened to everything. I had even Roxy Blue I had that album. Yeah, man. I it was like what's it called I Want You or something? Yeah, I like want that. you and we they want... did squeeze box. <laughs> squeeze box. Squeeze Box.
0: Squeeze Box. Yeah. I listened. to that album back, um Last year and there's some really good too. Cold sweat. Main attraction. Oh yeah, cold sweat, Yeah, you know? Sweet FA
2: <laughs> Uh King of the Hill. You ever hear that? Never heard them. They were a band out of St. Louis. I think
0: a guy had dreads in the band or something. So they were on
2: SBK regular. vanilla ices label. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. Sweet FA, what a great name. How about you? Do you remember um
2: a singer named Paul
1: Lane from yeah, Canada? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember loving that record. It was like right when Bon Jovi was really popular and he was grew he was groomed to be the Canadian Bon Jovi.
0: Well yeah, well he actually I think he was the singer of Danger Danger for a while. Well,
1: he? I think he he was years later he Yeah, later, yeah, yeah. he got he, that gig.
0: He had was yeah. something about your ear. The name of the album was yep. like, Stick, Stick in your ear.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I was a big Kick Axe fan. Yes, yeah. Kick Axe. Yeah. What All about
2: Kick Tracy? Kick Tracy. With their Field Trip EP, the follow-up <laughs> to their debut album, <laughs> No Rules.
1: <laughs> Damn. Oh, Chrysalis Records. Svengali. <laughs> yeah. Svengali.
0: Oh, they were pretty good.
1: Svengali? Svengali
0: and Slick Toxic came out at the same
1: time. That's
2: right.
0: But Svengali was uh, Freaks. They had a song called Freaks.
1: Yep. We were devastated. As a local band in Toronto, those two bands were our peers, but also our... Comp- uh, oh, our competition. Okay. Yeah, 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 so
0: yeah. we're like, F- <laughs> when they get signed, they, they went did. gold. They went gold in Canada. Sven did, wow. and it's Toxic, I think. Yeah. Wow. What was your uh, favorite Killer Dwarf
1: song to play? <laughs> oh, well, it, there was one called "Out of My Out of My Way." I'm a coming through.
0: Yeah. Out of my oh, way, I'm, I'm a coming through. <laughs> Yeah. Hey,
2: do you remember the Electric Love Hogs?
0: Well, I, I only because I read Metal Edge magazine. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite song to play on stage tonight when you guys play?
2: Uh, probably the opener, "Lift Me Up." It's, yeah, yeah. it's pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: some, some tasty licks for you to play. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, How it's about definitely you fun. Well,
1: it's a it's a, it's a loaded question because I'm we've played them so. Much that it's hard for me to think of it as. Ooh, I love this. (laughs) (laughs) But having uh, having said that, I think maybe uh, what do I? Jekyll and Hyde's kind of fun.
0: Yeah.
1: People like that. um, I like the fast, aggressive stuff too.
0: I guess it just depends on what what the crowd is into and enjoying as well.
1: Coming down is a little interesting because it's kind of like got that dark. uh, We had a song called Coming Down. Yeah. yeah, It's kind of a little bit more melodic, uh, commercial. Rock sounding,
0: and, and uh, what was your favorite Alice song to play? Alice, you know that was he. And he's weird... back,
2: the man behind the mask. Right.
1: <laughs> Duh, he had some crazy stuff. We did like, we did this Halo of Flies instrumental, mm. and it's like. 17 minutes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was like I think that was probably my favorite. I know that's not yeah, the yeah. sexiest no, answer, though, yeah. but Halo of Flies. We had to play. I had to play a drum solo with the drummer in the middle of the song. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really bizarre. Like we had to put the guitars down and go. Alice
2: comes up just the night before and goes, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing Halo of Flies tomorrow." Jason's going, "What? The, oh, cool." I almost <laughs> had a nerve, like, dude. Have you you seen him?
0: Oh,
1: yeah, so it doesn't stop. It's a the whole show just keeps moving 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 something every he doesn't talk He doesn't go. Thank you. Thank you. uh, This next song. song Yeah, Yeah. so so that was a lot of stuff uh, uh, To learn to retain Mm -hmm. because if you think about it, it's 90 minutes straight of music,
0: right? Right. So I'm like 90 minutes production and everything like that
1: Yeah, and and he would have these crazy long like, you know, he would come in and go. What do you guys think about doing? uh, nurse Rosetta (laughs) <laughs> and then you know a couple guys be like that's cool that's a that would be cool and he's like yeah let's learn that And i'm like motherfucker
0: shut up what album is that on i don't know i can't you learn it. some from raise your fist and yeah yell yeah i'm in right
1: poison was fun uh, nice guy 18 yeah. i mean you know it's great man killer catalog yeah
0: well dudes it's great talking i know everyone's yelling at me for uh, to keeping it so long but uh D- don't forget ddp yoga ddp yoga <laughs> uh, and, 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 does the dildo have a name? Oh God! You gotta, no, call him, like, right you gotta call him like right now. Gotta call him like Alice. Uh, okay, but Molly Crud Alistair Fiend, Murray was the Dio Devil. I so got, I got it, dude. What? Jericho. Oh, no, no, no. Seven Jerichos, maybe. You know, it's really... Uh, it's Seven Jerichos. It's too bad oh, this fuck, is... Let's
1: call it that. It's too bad this is audio only, because what the visual that's happening right now yeah. is quite spectacular. <laughs> I'm swinging
0: the dildo, man. Yeah. Swinging dildo. So that's funny. the name of our, our metal, metal, ah! metal band.
1: Swinging dildo.
0: We're going to open for Sweet F.A. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, thanks to Jeremy and Jason. Remember, the new Five Finger Death Punch album, Injustice for None, see what they did there, is out now. Get it wherever you buy music or stream it. And Five Finger Death Punch announced a huge co-headlining summer tour with Breaking Benjamin. Dates start July 16th in Seattle, Washington. They run all the way through September get your tickets at 5 com and get your cabins booked for the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea at chrisjericho.com for as little as 150 bucks you can hold your cabin and remember everything on that cabin is all inclusive all the matches all the rock shows all the podcasts live comedy everything in between food even uh, is included you get to hang out with hall of famers like Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross Mick Foley uh, Ray Mysterio Raven Ricky the Dragon Steamboat live podcast killing the town will be live keeping it 100 will be live. Uh, Busted Open Radio is going to be there. Beyond the Darkness is going to be live. The Unprofessional Wrestling Show is hilarious. That's there. Uh, Brad Williams, Ron Funches, Sal and Q from the Impractical Jokers. Craig Gass, hilarious dudes are going to be there. Rock and Roll. Fozzy will be there playing uh, a bunch of uh, shows with all of our top 10 hits, two of them. Corey Taylor will be there from Stone Sour and Slipknot. Phil Campbell, the Bastard Sons straight from Motorhead right on the cruise. King, uh, the Dives are going to be there. So many great bands, uh, so many great the new announcement this week brian cage is going to be the effing machine i mean come on everybody is calling wanting to be a part of this cruise and of course after selling out all in in 30 minutes the entire bullet club is going to be on the on the jericho cruise kenny omega cody don't call him Rhodes. marty scurl adam page the young bucks all of them will be competing in the sea of honor tournament the winner gets a ring of honor world heavyweight championship shot in the future Everyone's going to be there. Dalton Castle, the Dogs, Kenny King, uh, Chibug, uh, Jay Lethal, Chris Daniels. We got the uh, Women of Honor. uh, Mandy Leon is going to be there. Brandy Rose, Kelly Klein. You go find out all the information at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Go do that now. Uh, Remember, the uh, Rock of Jericho returning to Sirius XM. That was on, uh, it's on tonight, if it's a Friday, 630 Friday, May 18th, the return of The Rock of Jericho uh, on Octane, Sirius XM. Go check that out. I'll be playing my favorite songs and doing whatever the hell else I want to do. And that is tonight, if you're listening to this on Friday, at 6.30 p.m. on Sirius XM Octane. And that's about all I got. So go check out your cabins at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Go check out The Rock of Jericho on Sirius XM Octane tonight. And the classic album Clash returns on Wednesday. This time, Ozzy Osbourne dire of a madman versus Blizzard of Oz, and I got Fozzie with us. Rich Ward, Frank Fonsore, Billy uh, Gray is going to be there, and Merlin Alderslade, one of the greatest names of all time, the editor of Metal Hammer Magazine in England, is going to join us on the debate on which two of the classic Aussie records is better, Blizzard of Oz or Dire of a Madman. Until then, stay cool, stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and a big, yeah, boy!